Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia. If you collect all the episodes of our podcast, a big dragon will appear and grant you a wish. Could I wish that I never have to do this podcast again? Daggers to my heart. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kate, what do you know about... Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Lay it all out for us. So when I was little, I thought it was Dragon Balls. Oh, that would make sense. With a Z. Yeah, I mean, it's literally written right um, after it. I could see that. That's fair. I know that you love it. But how do you know that? Because you own every single book of it. Um, and yeah. I think every single DVD that has ever come out. From where we're which seated. Which we could have used to buy our I house. I know. If I, as a teenager, if I had saved that money, the compound <laughs> interest would be insane. From where we're sitting, we can see a shelf, an entire shelf that is... It's uh, pretty full. How many are there? 14 of the big volumes of the uh, manga. Okay, so you know I like it, yes. Uh, but what do you know about the series itself? I know that there are some balls that you gotta find. Uh-huh. I don't know how you find them, or who finds them, or why you need them. Do you know any of the characters' names? Pants. No, Trunks. <laughs> <laughs> I do know one. Isn't there one like called Shirts? <laughs> they all have little names that work together, right? Their names are all like, like puns. Bread yeah. and jam. And my understanding is that the names are like funnier puns and less like ridiculous in Japanese. They're like puns where the Japanese word maybe has, it could be a name or it could be a food or Got a clothing, okay. but here it's like it's trunks like is not pants. a name. Yeah. Right. What else do I know? Um, I know there's a little guy who has a tail. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's an old man who's like kind of a lecherous punk. Mm -hmm. How do you know that? I don't know. Interesting. Right? It's it, osmosis. <laughs> um, I think that's literally all I know. Okay. Oh, I know there's fighting. A okay. lot of fighting. Fair. Yes. Okay, you, you've covered a lot there, but you are fairly uh, a clean slate overall, I'd yeah. say. You don't know much about the story, because that's a sprawling series to not know many of the details about the story. Other yeah, I'm than only that. I'm hoping it doesn't suck. Well, yeah. So, some, some background <laughs> here. A lot of time that I'm going to have to put in right we now. We are not quarantined for coronavirus. But we kind of, we're like unofficially quarantined. No, it's, it's our work is closed. Our place of work is our not Our place open. of work is closed. Both of us are, are working. Well, no, we're not even working from home. We're literally, I don't know what we're doing. we just found out we are not even, we're just closed for two weeks at least. It's going to get, look, guys, I'm predicting right now, it's going to be more than two weeks. We've been putting off this episode forever because it just has been too intimidating, honestly, for me. So it seems like the fact that we're off for so long, we might be able to put a little bit of time each day into this and actually get a Dragon Ball episode of our show done. Maybe I'll even like it because there's literally nothing else to do. Very true. See, teenage Tyler buying these DVDs. I wish I had predicted the advent of streaming, though. Uh, but buying these DVDs, they finally came in handy. You know, even if it's a national disaster and the internet gets shut off, as long as we have power... We can watch these, or we can hook up a bike to it and, and watch them. This is our, I wish I had actually collected statistics, but I can tell you that for a fact that this is our most requested episode of the podcast ever. It's because only your friends call in. <laughs> well, no, but even, so I promote the podcast in various forms. So like I'll make imager posts and I always say at the end, you know, tell us what to watch next. It shows up there from strangers on the internet all the time. Don't talk to strangers on the internet. It's been, That's what my mom told me. It's been mentioned in many of our calls. If you go back and listen to any episodes where we had a call in at the beginning, a request, a lot of people have included it as like if they said multiple things. 
Dragon Ball is one of them. And I've always said, whenever we listen to those calls, I said, hey, it's just, we're gonna do it eventually, we're gonna do it eventually, and now's the time. One of the most impassioned pleas for this came from uh, my good friend, growing up, Rob. We've heard from him before on the podcast. He recommended Final Fantasy VII for us a while back. Oh, the eco-terrorism one. Yes. I like it. <laughs> so we just got off the phone with him. Uh, I told him, hey, we're doing this, so call us. Although now that I'm thinking about it, we're about to play the, that phone conversation. He said the name Trunks on that call. That's the only reason you know that character's name. <laughs> so here's our call from five minutes ago with my old friend, Rob. Hey, how's your dad's quarantine going? <laughs> it's going great. It's, it's been day 18 two. hours. <laughs> I've almost killed Tyler 12 times and things are going awesome. It's just a matter of time. Like everything is going to shut down probably in the whole country, I'm assuming, during the next two weeks. Truly. Yeah. So we're looking down yeah, the barrel of that and thinking that it might be a good time to watch all of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, not a better time to be watching Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Would you guys be watching, like, Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z? Dragon I have no Ball. idea. Y yeah, so <laughs> Katie has no idea what the difference is. Um, we're going to watch yeah. Dragon Ball, and the plan pretty much as it stands now is we'll watch, like, at least during the quarantine, we'll watch the, like, the first arc, the first 13 episodes. For sure, about exploring your nostalgia, I feel like Dragon Ball is, like, the, I mean, is that your favorite show of all time, Tyler? Yeah, yeah, I have written in my notes that it's, like, my favorite media franchise of all time. Like, the whole thing is just awesome. Yeah, I have so many fond memories of Dragon Ball because of you. Well, do tell. We've argued over time, I'm not sure which is true. One of us introduced the other to Dragon Ball, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like a chicken and the egg thing. I don't, I truly don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was you introducing me, but you have and pointed out that it might have been me introducing you, and I just can't recall. But at one point, we both got into Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. And this was Z, because this was before the original Dragon Ball had come over to the U.S. Like, they started with Dragon Ball Z. And, and I definitely recall being, like, one of those things where, like, something came over, and it's not like now, like, now when something comes over, everything kind of comes with it. Like, every video game comes out, you know, mm -hmm. and, like, toys are on the shelf immediately. That wasn't really the case, and this was kind of a surprise hit, I think. Mm -hmm. By the time it came over to America, it long finished in Japan. And so, like, my brother's friends, my brother is, you know, a few years older than me. He'd be upset if I said how many years older than me <laughs> on the podcast. But uh, he was a teenager when Dragon Ball was around, and his friends were all into it. And they would actually import videotapes that were, like, fan-translated videotapes of Dragon Ball series. So, like, it was, like, one of those things where, like, you never saw all of it all at once in a row. Mm -hmm. And, like, you would get information about, like, later in the series. Like, I remember you had a, a fan magazine. Yeah, I, oh my god, I still have it somewhere. <laughs> Is it still in this house? Yeah, it's, it's oh, in our guest room. I'm gonna get it out when we, when we start watching. And I remember, like, it had, like, information about stuff that would, like, happen later in the series. Mm -hmm. But, like, much, much later in the series. So it'd be like, oh, there's this character, Majin Buu. And, you know, the main character goes Super Saiyan 3. And we would just lose our minds over what that would be like. You know? <laughs> exactly. And, like, that info was 99% accurate, but also a little wrong sometimes, too. Yeah. It's all, like, based on, like, people watching fan translations and stuff. Remember how desperate I was for a dragon? Because I'm a big video gamer. Mm -hmm. And I was desperate for, like, a Dragon Ball Z video game. And the first video game came out was, like, an 
a video game version of the Dragon Ball Z card game. Uh, that, that was terrible, but I played it uh, obsessively. Of course you did. It's all that you had. Uh, and then eventually better games started to come out. I, I always wonder if like, you can experience media, media in the same way as back then because it was so limited that like, we watched the show out of order. You know, right. like, it, it wasn't easy to watch the show and like, watch it like the way you would now like on Netflix or something where it would just be one episode after the other it's like oh well, I missed the last three episodes because I had the homework or something you right. know <laughs> And add on to the fact that, like you said, Z aired first. So, like, you saw the, you jumped in basically at, like, episode 200, and that was the first episode, if you were lucky enough to even start there. No, totally. And more often than not, like, I think, I remember the first, I could be misremembering this, but I want to say the first series I watched was The Android Saga. That that makes sense. I am about the same there because like we had cable, but Cartoon Network wasn't included with it until the Android Saga was airing. I very vividly remember that. I, I think it was like the storyline where Trunk shows up from the future <laughs> and is like, and like they're waiting on Goku, and I just was like so into it that I had no idea what was happening or anything of the characters on. <laughs> right. My introduction to Frieza, like one of the major villains of the series, was. Um, <laughs> Right, after he had like already died, but we didn't really understand that. Yeah, no, exactly. So then, I guess uh, my question for you is, why was this so good to us then? It's interesting. I think that there wasn't... So, like, it, it kind of was a combination of things, which is, you gave me a heads up that you were doing this. I was like, why was this show so important to us? I think it's because, at the time, as you guys have kind of gotten into on your podcast, a lot of the TV shows were just, like, goofy cartoons. Mm-hmm. And there weren't any that had, I mean, even if they had action, they never had any, like, I hate to say serious storyline, because, like, it's not the most serious story in the world. Most of it's are, are they going to win this fight type stories. Right, but it, like, it's a drama. There's a lot backstory to it. It had a lot of more. Right. You know, um, and the other way isn't, like, there wasn't much that was, like, pure, I guess this is pure, but, like, when you see it's, like, traditional Western pure fantasy. But, like, it is kind of a fantasy show. Like, the original series is based on a traditional Chinese, like, novel, you know, mm-hmm. um, book tale type thing. And it just had a vibe that I think wasn't, like, anything else. And I think, like, kind of, it's why anime, I remember watching almost everything that was on the Tsunami slate of TV shows. Like, I would watch Sailor Moon, which mm-hmm. you guys have discussed. Uh, I watched... Gundam. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Outlaw Star, but I think Dragon Ball just had, like, instead of above the rest, because it just had, I don't even know, just, I guess, again, like, complicated, learning these simple storylines was very pleasing, and to see, like, an action show. I, I'm always been a little scared to show the series to my nephew, mm-hmm. because while one that there are some problematic aspects to it, to a modern viewer, you know, that aren't great. Can't um, wait. But I was describing, I was playing the video game, the fighting game that they released, uh, and describing the characters, and he just like turned to me. He's like, kind of like, Uncle Rob, this sounds like a story that like an eight year old would come up with. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It is. It is the story. Yes, I was like, yes, that is what it is. But also because of that, it is. Uh, it is very. I'm wondering then, my only worry is, you know, we liked it maybe because it's the first like long sprawling drama we've ever seen. But, you know, for someone like yeah. Katie, who has been able to watch, like, 
prestige television like Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones, you know, will this hold any yeah. of that magic over her? Is it just the format and it being our first introduction to that format that really hooked us? I don't know. Yeah, it's always hard. I've gotten back to it. I've, I've rewatched Dragon Ball Z, uh, and I, I've watched the. New, I actually like the new series a lot, Dragon Ball Super. Okay. I think uh, it works a lot towards fixing some of those problems that I have with the series, like introducing more female characters and, you know, not being as creepy, uh, which I guess we'll get into when we actually watch the show a little bit more. It's also like that thing. It's like almost like the Star Wars thing. You know, I couldn't tell you whether or not I would feel like like it as much if I'd seen it for the first time as an adult. I might, but I, you know, can't say for certain. Right, which is why this will be a great experiment. I can't wait to dive in. I'm really excited. <laughs> I am super, I'm super pumped. I like actually can't wait. Well, only because you have nothing better to do. I truly, this is, you know what? This could be a golden era for nostalgia. <laughs> oh, we're, we're going to record so much. Thank you for uh, calling and, and sharing those memories, Rob. We are going to call you at some point within the next two weeks and uh, tell you how it went. I'll try to watch it again. I haven't actually watched Dragon Ball in a long time. Oh, yeah, dude. It'd be a good catch-up for me. Do it. But I haven't watched it. Yeah, just try to watch the first 13, um, and then we'll we'll reconvene. Looking forward to it. Cool, Cool. man. Uh, Stay healthy. Yes. All right, we'll check in soon. See you, dude. Kate, background information. Your favorite part of the podcast, right? Yes. Dragon Ball was created by Akira Toriyama. He's a manga artist, so he writes and draws the uh, volumes you see over on our shelf. Okay, Don't and they, it, like, have problems? Like, they're so overworked and tired? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a huge you problem. Tell me about that once. I mean, he worked on this, as you'll see, for a very, very long time. Yes, these men and women are under extreme pressure to produce because this was published every week in Weekly Shonen Jump, from 1984 to 1995. Imagine that. They're very detailed drawings. There's a lot of work to do. They do give you assistance once you, you know, hit a certain level of success, but still a lot of drawing. In that time, there were 519 individual chapters, which are collected in 42 different uh, volumes. And I have the big versions, which is why I think there's three each in those, which is why there's only 14. As Rob told us, it's inspired by Journey to the West. Are you familiar with that? It's a Chinese novel. Yeah, there's a Monkey King. Everybody knows the Monkey King story. <laughs> but later it took on... Even... Did you not study it in sixth grade? No. Oh my god. Later, or maybe I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. You were in Gifted. You studied it in no, Gifted. No, it was not in Gifted. There was a pageant and everything. It was probably very racially insensitive. I have no recollection of this. But later it took on uh, much different uh, inspiration, like Superman, Terminator, sci-fi elements. It's all over the place which is why I like it so much. That led to the Dragon Ball anime, okay? So we discussed this on our Sailor Moon episode, but, you know, generally the way it goes in Japan is there's a manga. It reaches some level of success. It had been out for two years by the time they decided to make an anime out of it like they did with Dragon Ball. So on February 26th, 1986, it premiered and it ran until April 19th, 1989. And that's just an adaptation, a TV show, cartoon adaptation of the manga, verbatim. Sometimes they have to add in what we anime fans call filler, which are storylines that aren't in the book because sometimes the TV show catches up to where the manga artist is and then they don't know what's next. So and then they're like, hey, here's this kid's cousin. Yes, exactly. They'll drag Excellent. their feet and make all this nonsense. And that aired on Fuji TV, was the network, for 153 episodes. Its directors were Minoru Okazaki and Daisuke Nishio. And it was made by Toei Animation. 
They tried to dub this in English and aired in America once in the late 80s by a company called Harmony Gold USA. They translated the first five episodes and then gave up because it wasn't a success. Then in 1995, Funimation, another company, they dubbed the first 13 episodes and then they gave up. It wasn't getting good ratings. So it kind of went to the wayside for a few years here. And it had been over in Japan since 1989. Okay. However, that's only the first about, about a third of the manga. The manga, and you can kind of see it on our shelf, there starts to be a Z on the covers. Yep. Starting about one-third of the way through, mm-hmm. the main characters age up a little bit, and the storylines become a bit more serious, if you can call it that. Okay. Uh, it's a little less silly, more fighting-focused even than it was before. And the anime adaptation of that segment, the final two-thirds, is called Dragon Ball Z. There's all sorts of theories why. One possibility is the creator was kind of tired of making it, so he, he said, why don't you put a Z at the end, as if to say, like, Z is the last letter of the alphabet. We'll finish this soon. This is it. But the irony is that it went on, you know, twice as long with that segment than it did before that. So he just could never hang this up. Like you said, they overworked these people. So Dragon Ball Z, right? They started airing that anime with the tonally shifted, more sci-fi, more uh, action than it had been on Fuji TV, April 26, 1989. So they were like, what is that? Seven days in between the end of Dragon Ball and the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. And it finished on January 31st, 1996 in Japan. Around 1998, a successful dub of that series, which really is just, it's the same series, just later in it, okay. hit in America and took off around 1998 when Cartoon Network started airing it. Mm-hmm. It was a huge success for several years. They aired the whole thing, which is like over 200 episodes. And that was so successful, partway through it in 2001, Funimation went back and they dubbed all of Dragon Ball now, the original one, and started airing it so you'd see like an episode of Dragon Ball Z and then you might have an episode of Dragon Ball on later. Which is confusing because they're the same storyline, just like almost different seasons. Does that make sense, kind of? Yes. It'd be like watching if Mad Men started in season five and then partway through airing those seasons, they just started airing seasons one through four like simultaneously. It'd be really weird. You'd watch like It'd be an, a little strange, an episode yeah. of season six, and then later an episode of season one. On but I'd watch day. John Hamm do anything without context. Fair enough. So he should be Goku in the, in the live action version. Excellent. There was a live action version. We're not going to talk about it though. It was, really, <laughs> it was really bad. So that's Dragon Ball. That's how Dragon Ball got to America. Okay. All right. Now, as Rob said, you are not going to get the true experience. Pretty much every American kid, the way they saw this was they saw Dragon Ball Z first. They saw scatter shot episodes of it, all out okay. of order. It was a mess. And then you heard rumors about Dragon Ball, but you didn't, it's like, oh, there's a show where Goku's a kid, you know, but you didn't get to see it. It was all through like weird early websites with badly translated information and these magazines, which was exciting as a kid. Cause you're like, oh, look at all these rumors. You could, it was currency as a kid. You could trade like, I heard this rumor about this. I heard this rumor. Just like Rob, I didn't watch consistently enough to like follow the whole story while it was on. Yeah. My brother did start collecting the VHS tapes at one point. But I didn't even get into that. And those were cool because the covers or the sides made a picture if you got them all. But you needed to get like tons, like a hundred tapes to get this whole show. A VHS tape can only hold like an hour and a half. It's like three episodes. That doesn't seem sustainable. No, it's not. And again, that was Dragon Ball Z. Z. Around 2006-ish, as I was becoming nostalgic for these things already, for some reason, I'm predisposed to nostalgia, I decided... I went on a mission to watch all of Dragon Ball Z, so I started acquiring the DVDs slowly, bit by bit. 
All right, I watched all of it, and then I went out and sought out Dragon Ball, because I'm like, I'm gonna finally figure all this out and watch it all, and I did, and it was amazing. It's necessary. So I'm not gonna give you the truly nostalgic experience of watching it out of order, because there's no point. I think it's, it's too confusing. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're gonna actually experience this show, you need to watch Dragon Ball before you watch Dragon Ball Z. Why is this good? It's everyone, pretty much everyone our age's introduction to anime. So it kicked off, uh, it's the, the, what's the saying? The ship that... The face that launched a thousand ships. Yeah, it's the face that launched a thousand weebs. Um, <laughs> it's so sprawling. It's wild. Like that whole dramatic, I don't know if you can call it drama, but the fact that the episodes have continuity, like Rob said. It's like serialized. Okay. Yeah, yes, there, thank you. It's not Dexter's Lab, you know, it's the only show as a kid you could really watch that was so serialized, that was really made for your age group. Okay. It has a weirdly big range of concepts and ideas. There's like dinosaurs in this world, martial arts, humor, mysticism, there's deities. You end up meeting these gods in this universe. There's an afterlife. Do you think that these guys were just throwing everything at the wall? Being yes. Like, what's going to make kids watch this show? No. Deities, mysticism, dinosaurs, martial arts. Honestly, it's because and afterlife. it's so long. What's he going to do? I you guess know? you're right. Um, Time travel, androids, space and aliens. There's magic. It's got everything in it. But How over time. How you be able to follow all this? You, if start you, that's why you have to start in Dragon Ball. That's why when Rob said he, we started watching the what's called the Trunks saga, it made no sense. But we were just we're like, well, this is amazing because it's so crazy. Okay, I said earlier it's my favorite media franchise. Um, and one final point that I think makes it so kind of addictive, and it's the same principle everything all the apps on our phone use now. We're both doing Duolingo, right? Yeah. It's like this incremental progress. So these characters, because it's martial arts focused. They get incrementally stronger as the series goes on. And that's a criticism of it now. Like, by the end, it's ridiculous. They have to fight gods and stuff because who else could they possibly fight? But it's it's that feedback loop of like, oh, he trained and he got stronger. Oh, he trained and he keeps... Oh, a new guy came and he's stronger. Oh, they fight. Imagine if you had started working out when you started watching this Instead show. Instead of watching this show, the hours of my life. You're right. You're right. But I'm not. So, our plan... Because it's too long, this show. We did 35 episodes of Pokemon in one episode of Nostalgia, and that's an hour and a half long episode. That was, that was a big ass. Which is a bit much. Yeah. So my plan here is we're going to watch each individual story arc, which are between 10 and 20 episodes each. That Each arc will be one episode of our podcast. They're not going to be back-to-back, -back, so we may not even do more than one. If, we, if you decide, Kate, you're in the driver's seat here. If you watch this first one and say, I never want to watch anymore, that's it. If you decide we will watch more... Maybe in a few weeks, listeners, you'll hear the episode on the second story arc and so on. And we'll just see how far we get. No promises we get through all of it ever, or definitely not in a timely fashion. I'm just hoping we can watch these first 13 episodes during our two-week coronavirus, you know, social, what is it called? Social distancing. Social distancing. During our social distancing. I prefer to think of it as a coronacation. Seems in poor taste. People are dying. Yes. Okay. Kate, social I'm distancing. sorry for the rambling intro. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Check it out. Bulma, how did you do that? You're some kind of a witch, aren't you? What? Nonsense. Witchcraft has nothing to do with it. Everyone in the city has dino cabs. How could you travel without them? Oh, uh, this intro is a banger. It does have a pretty sweet bass line. Oh, I like those little birds. Who's that man? I guess he's a little boy. Or flying on a cloud. <laughs> a little boy with a tail is walking around. That man's hair is beautiful. It's Yamcha. What's that? Master Roshi on a turtle. <laughs> Why does he look like that? But he's a turtle riding a turtle? Who's that? Guys, we're still watching the the just the opening sequence. I'm concerned about how yellow that cloud is. It looks like a sulfur cloud. <laughs> I like the background painting. 
Why are there so many babies getting abandoned in the wilderness? Ah, that's a pterodactyl. Yeah. Why does this little boy have a tail? I don't know. They found him in the woods. Look at him lift that log. He's uncommonly strong. Why? I don't know. They said that in the, the intro. The narrator said it. That's going to be me after this COVID-19 <laughs> uh, social distancing. I'm going to be uncommonly strong. All right, so this is young woman jewel hunter driving a fabulous turquoise car. Also, don't talk to that ball like it's your grandpa. So he lives a simple life in the woods. I'm just so confused as to why he has a tail. If you want the truth, you're not going to find out why he has a tail until like episode 200. Just tell me. Which is pretty wild. I'm not telling. Oh, dear God. Just like he's the monkey king in this journey to the west. That's, I see that. That's why he has a tail. But like... They came up with a reason later. I feel like but... as a well-meaning grandfather, wouldn't you just cut that off when he's a baby? That girl just hit him with the car and then just shot him. And we're discovering that he's so strong, bullets bounce off of him. Also, Bulma, cold-hearted assassin. Yeah. She just shot a kid well, point blank. I should get a dress with my name across the front. <laughs> Katie. It's this one glove Michael Jackson thing she's got going on. I don't know. What a feral child. Get away from that butt. Ah! Why didn't this little guy pay attention when his grandpa said anything? He's like, I've never heard of any of these things. And then he's like, oh, I guess grandpa told me about a car and girls. Like, Goku's a little slow. Why is everyone yelling? They're like kids. She's like 16. What is this? this is the midpoint. This no, is the commercial I don't know break. What I'm looking at. I think we're halfway through there's it already. There's a pig in like a communist uniform. <laughs> yeah, there's like, so it's Oolong the pig spinning an umbrella and Goku throws Dragon Balls at it. I love the commercial bumpers. This is why your house always got to be clean. In case a girl runs you over with yep. her car in search of Dragon Balls, and then you have to invite her back to feed her fish. You <laughs> just hate it when the only other person you've ever met in your entire life tries to steal your grandpa. What? There's like a small little friend with a rough collar on, a woman who looks like an assassin, and then like a little kitty, it's I guess. It's a dog, I think. One of them's blue. What? What am I looking at? And the girl's just like a human. What a squad. Gotta catch them all. Get the dragon balls. See? So yeah, big dragon comes out and will grant you a wish. She wants to wish for a boyfriend. Oh no, Bulma. She seems so the cool and independent. All powerful dragon balls. <laughs> she could wish for anything. She could wish for like disease to go away, for everyone to have exactly what they need on earth, for famine and war to end. What's Bulma wishing for? What a punk. Those real dragon balls were the friends we made along the way. Did she program this herself? Yeah, Bulma's like Bulma. a girl in STEM in 1984. Does that excuse all the other weird stuff that's no. been happening in this episode? The word STEM did not even exist yet. Yeah, she's like a technical genius. They just called it stuff girls can't do. <laughs> SGCD. <laughs> the minute a woman gets into science, technology, engineering, or math, she gets accused of witchcraft. Let me tell you. Goku is just scared. There's just a lot of weird physics happening. <laughs> what? What is he, like, Inspector Gadget? He just yelled to, at his pole to extend. Yeah, he has this red, like, pole that he carries on his back called the Power Pole. It's magical. Now, this end credits is so out of step with Who's the tone. This person? That's Bulma, just with a different hairstyle. I don't like it. And she's, like, staring out a window on a rainy day. It just seems like a lot. My gosh, Bulma. Wow. How long is this going to take? Look, nobody asked for your commentary. Besides, you didn't have to wake us up at this insane hour. Early birds, you can have your nasty old worm. Well, you're moving so slow, I wouldn't be surprised if you turn into a turtle. Goku, you can go out in public with your hair sticking out in every direction if you want to, but not me. Would you like to have coffee with me? Nah, it doesn't taste good and it makes me feel funny. I'm gonna go mm -hmm. exercise. 
Yeah, I like the, the backgrounds. They look like nice and watercolory. Why does that bird have a hat on? See, here's my thing. She's a woman. She's solving problems. And then he calls her capsules magic witch bombs. Yeah, I like Bulma's fanny pack. This little pod they live in. Poor little Goku, just like a strange little monkey child transported from the Stone Age. Poor Bulma. Like, I wish that she was just a girl interested in science, technology, engineering, or math. Not completely boy-obsessed. Just completely transfixed by people kissing. <sighs> why is everyone always screaming? Like, why? Bulma has one volume. Who is this guy? Emperor Pilaf. Pilaf? Like, Pilaf. rice Pilaf? Yep. Why? I feel like I have the same stature as this little Emperor, Emperor Pilaf. Pilaf. He just tried to chainsaw his little dog henchman in half. It's pretty intense. I'm just so confused about, like, these jokes. Like, are they jokes? Are they just not landing because I'm old or because they're not good? A little bit of both. Is he a cat, a dog, a fox? He's a dog. I'm just tired of him, like, not understanding. Like, it was it was cute the first time, and every time since then it has been grating. So, yeah, Goku saw a plane and he thinks it's a bird. Ew. Ew! I'm disgusted by this and I hate it. Ew! This is the worst. What a weird little kid. <laughs> I don't like him. What is he training for? He just kind of like makes like mm, mm, sounds the whole time. You would too if you were picking up a boulder. What is this turtle? Why is he like this? <sighs> I don't know, man. Nothing happened this episode. They found a turtle. <laughs> That's it. Goku took a bath. It's like a story that, like, a six-year-old tells you. <laughs> like, well, I found a turtle, and then I took a bath, and oh, then and I, I squeezed a rock really hard, and it broke. Goku, more importantly, Goku met, what's her name, Mai and uh, Shu. I met a talking dog, I laid in on a trench coat. That's, that's what it is. It's literally a six-year-old telling you about their day. Hey, yo, what about me? Mm -hmm. Aren't you going to give me a gift, too? What do you say? Did this young lady help you as well? Uh, no, just the boy. Hey, what about the seawater I gave you? Hmm, I think I have to side with Turtle on this one, but I could be persuaded to change my mind. So they have put the hunt for the Dragon Balls on hold to help a turtle. Sounds like something you would do. I would love to help a turtle. I would be so happy. I should be so lucky to help a turtle. Should have fostered a turtle during COVID-19. Oh my god, I wish. Well, Bulma, why are you confronting the reality of our situation? Why can't you just be happy? Why can't you just be a happy woman who just serves me and my interests? up Goku I don't like him I don't like whatever this nimbus cloud is either what is this it's just like a really big saber-toothed cat but it walks on two legs and it has armor that turtle's not your friend he's just using you for transportation don't risk your life for the turtle oh my god he's bleeding from his face I just feel like Goku is a little too gleeful about all this several times now in these first three episodes like basically murdered an enemy and has the biggest smile on his face while he does it. Yeah, like, that you're ever going to see that turtle again. That turtle's like, oh, I have a gift for you for helping me. Uh-uh. That turtle's in the water. He's going. Ye of little faith. My aesthetic is what I want to look like. She's got, like, a trench coat. She's got, like, little job person boots. She's looking good. <laughs> Some sort of fascist uh, insignia on her shoulder. I will not be wearing that, obviously. <laughs> Put the Nostalgia logo on there instead. I don't like this old man already. He's got really weird legs. This old man looks like a lecherous punk. Well? Look at him. This old man tries to give you a cloud. Don't trust him. <laughs> All right, so we know that this turtle hermit has one of the Dragon Balls. Right, he's been wearing it around his neck. Goku and Bulma didn't seem to notice yet. This just seems gratuitous. This is just like a long sequence of him flying on a cloud happily. They don't want to get ahead of the manga. 
They're stretching these episodes out. Oh my god, ew! Ah! Master Roshi really needed to be me tooed. This isn't good. Yeah. Oh my god. I hope this old man gets kicked in the face. This is horrific. I hate this show. It's really not good. I hate this. This is an automatic no for me. At least she got the Dragon Ball. No. She should have kicked this old man in the head and Listen, taken the Dragon Ball right Ro from his neck. Ronan Farrow has a book coming out about Master Roshi. It's called Catch and Kamehameha. Bet. I've never hated anything more than I hate this moment. I hope this guy bleeds out through his nose and dies. Turtle freak. Alright, we're three episodes in. There have been several extremely distressing moments. This is banned in our house. You're gonna have to get rid of all your DVDs. <laughs> spoke to you um, six, six or seven weeks ago after promising on that call that we'd call you back in two weeks. Yep, things are going great for yep. us. You know what's funny is you couldn't tell me that you called me a year ago, I would have believed you. <laughs> you couldn't tell me that you called me a week ago, I would have believed you. I have no more concept of time. Yeah. It's like The Lighthouse. Have you seen The Lighthouse? I have not seen The Lighthouse. Oh, oh dude, you would love it. It's made for you. You would love yeah, it. But All right, I'll it, check it out then. Check it out. It really stressed me out, though, during uh, quarantine where we're all locked down because they just slowly go crazy on this island. And literally, at one point, <laughs> Willem Dafoe is like, how long have we been on this rock? <laughs> Five weeks? Two days? And I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh my god, that's me. I have no idea. Highly recommend. Extremely stressful watch during quarantine, though. You know what was equally stressful to watch? Dragon Ball. So yes. sorry. We <laughs> we said we would watch thirteen episodes. We made it through three before Katie uh, threw in the towel. How far yeah. did you get, Rob? Uh, I got two episodes in before I threw in the towel. Two. Two episodes. Wow. He's bad. He's bad, man. <laughs> Katie, why don't you voice your criticisms of what you saw? And we've had this talk, Tyler, about like how much of this is cultural and how much of this is just creepy. It just the like the entire like Bulma's panties slash underwear slash complete Im invasion of personal space really got to me by episode three. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't finish it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't bring myself both, to watch another episode. Both me as a huge Dragon Ball fan was disturbed by how much both Goku and Master Roshi uh, in different ways, violate all of Bulma's autonomy, her bodily, um, and just treat her really badly. And she's meant to be a teenager in this show, so it's yeah. it's doubly yeah. bad. Yeah. She's, like, she's meant to be like 15 or 16, right? Yes. Yeah. It was pretty much beyond the pale yeah. for me. Yeah, I have to say that was why I stopped too. You know, it's it's funny because it's one of those things that as a kid, like I think they toned down originally when they first aired in the U.S. Yes, but I definitely sure, remember like yeah. as a kid watching it being a little uncomfortable with that stuff, but also you know being a pre-teenager, not being the most you know sort of aware of what was happening, I just kind of voted off as a kid. A few years ago, when you lent me the Dragon Ball comic book i remember being a little perturbed by it but also kind of thinking but it's like it's different when it's a comic book and it's like oh you read a panel or a page that has something like that you kind of can glance at i'm a quick reader so i tend to like go through stuff like that faster yeah it you... was really the second episode where it didn't seem to move along at all and just kind of focus on different ways to sort of violate almost personal space 
Yeah. Uh, it just really, it, it, I just couldn't, I had to stop watching it at that point. Yeah, it's a bummer, because, like, you know, I was a little older when I first saw Dragon Ball, because I had watched all of Dragon Ball Z when I was pretty young, and I got Dragon Ball, like, on DVD in my teens, and I just would make excuses for it, probably, because I loved the series so much that I'm like, all right, it's just, like, three episodes, but yeah, it's a really bad way to set the tone for the entire series. I remember reading in that comic book that you left me, Tyler, like, they had, left, they had, like, certain letters from, like, I guess in the, like, when they were originally published in, like, Shonen Magazine, they would have, like, letters answered by the writer. So you would see Akira Toriyama answer people's questions, and he'd get a lot of fan mail for Bulma, and he'd always be like, yeah, I get a lot of people who say they like Bulma, but I don't really get it. I find her annoying. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, you know, why did you write that character? So... I don't know, kind of famously, there's some attitudes about the author that have always kind of not been a minute, you know, not been great. And I think you're right that a lot of it is cultural, like, mm-hmm. we're talking about something that was published almost 40 years ago in a different country with a different standard, but it's still, like, even all, like, I can recognize on some level that it's coming from a different frame of reference than I am. That doesn't mean I necessarily want to interact with that, you know? Right, yeah, absolutely. There's illuminated manuscripts from, like, the 1400s that are a little creepy, you know? So, (laughs) different different time, but still creepy. So, my proposal, then, uh, is we try this again, if Katie's willing, with Dragon Ball Z, probably the Kai version, because it's a little little tighter and a little shorter, so we can, like, check yeah. in and see, you know, if Akira Toriyama has seen the error of his ways, you know, in those intervening years between the start of Dragon Ball and the start of Dragon Ball Z. I would say that, uh, I, don't, I don't want to spoil it too much, I recently finished Dragon Ball Super, the newest Dragon Ball mm-hmm. series, and there, there is a plot line where they address that stuff. But and I'm not going to say they address it in the best way. <laughs> but like one of the things is, like, Master Roshi has to learn to stop objectifying women. That's uh, literally a storyline on the show? Yeah, it's like there's an episode <laughs> where they're getting ready for a big tournament and Master Roshi is going to join them. And he's like, and they're like, hey, look, there's going to be a lot of women in this tournament, so maybe you should clean up your ass. Wow. <laughs> Dragon Ball got woke. They definitely have improved over the years. Okay. Uh, but maybe not. Again, at the pace of about 30 plus years. Right. So. <laughs> I hope they do an arc where he goes to jail finally for all of his crimes. <laughs> oh. I want the, yeah, I want the, I want the, uh, Masaroshi expose that's like, hey, look, it's time, it's time. He, he used his influence as a karate master for too long. Yep. <laughs> If I had all the Dragon Balls, I would wish Master Roshi out of existence. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's really bad. And there definitely are... I, like, I, I think it gets better overall as a series, but especially... I don't recall anything being as bad as these first couple of episodes. Uh, there's, um, there's a... Again, these are going up. Multiple. Yeah. There's a few moments here and there where Bulma gets treated badly in, like, the, um... Oh, my God, what is it? The fortune teller... What's her name? Arc. Baba. Yes. Where simil- yeah, similar similar stuff that happens. Too well, so that's probably what's going on there. Yeah, but it does. Yeah, from my memory, I agree with you. It tones down, which is why I think Dragon Ball Z might be an okay way to start. So, in maybe like forty more weeks from now, we will give you a call <laughs> and tell you what we yeah. thought of Dragon Ball Z, the and first part. Quarantine. We'll start Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> 
I'm looking forward to it. Cool, man. Well, thank you for uh, being a good sport, and I'm glad that you also gave up, because we never told you we gave up, so I was worried you were going to be like, yeah, dude, I watched all of it, and then continued even further. How far did you guys get? <laughs> Things where, like, after I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore, I was like, well, you know, it's for show, so, like, I feel like I can talk, and I've read it, so I can get away with talking about it if, if need be. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it sounds like we can't really the exact same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess, unfortunately, means we're, uh, we're growing up, because you and I definitely would have never given up on Dragon Ball ten years ago, even. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I think of, like, no, you know, I don't think, I don't even recall it being something that we discussed as, you know, kids, mm-hmm. being Dragon Ball fans. Yeah, because we were um, just, um, you know, I, I, speaking for myself, I was just always willing to, like, look over that because, you know, I liked every other part of it so much I didn't necessarily want to acknowledge the problems. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, as, as you say, we've grown up, and also even our culture has shifted. Very um, true in a way where, like, I feel better equipped to, like, recognize these issues than I, like, did when I was a young man. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's hoping that uh, Dragon Ball Z gives us less to uh, have to recognize. Fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> yeah. I'm not hopeful. I'm not, I, I really don't want any, I, I feel like I can only take so many, uh, so many times that I have to face the things that I like and say, nope. So hopefully Dragon Ball Z holds up. <laughs> all right, well, um, we will uh, talk to you probably no time soon uh, about that. All right, dude? Yeah, talk to you uh, sometime, soon or maybe not soon. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Hey, what do you know? It's full of dollars. Dragon Ball will return in a moment. 